Welcome to Beer Breath Podcast. This is Mike once again. <laughs> um, and Sam Curtis is MIA. Um, he welcomed himself back for one episode last week. Now he's gone again. So it's just Mike and Sam again. Um, today we'll talk a little bit about, well, not a little bit, a lot about, because if you, uh, Weren't paying attention at all this weekend. Tiger won the Masters, which uh, I mean, it feels pretty good to say that. Feels that. feels incredible to hear. We yeah. can't. I can't even for for a while there. Um, right after we, it just. It, I don't know if it's it sunk in, but at the same time, it, it's kind of just wild to think about um, with everything that's happened, where he's come and where he's at now, and maybe potentially, you know breaking jack's record so we'll, we'll get into a, a good amount of it and all the feels mm-hmm. and all that stuff so yeah so other than tiger talk we'll get a little bit of maybe some football talk um, most of the spring practices are ending with spring games and all that jazz and then we'll talk maybe some nhl or we'll just see where it goes from here but get ready for it sports and beer and so much more Hottest topics on the cutting room floor. Bunch of friends having a blast. Get ready for the beer bread podcast. Alright, so first things first. Sam Okay, well, I'm just gonna come clean here. So <laughs> We started an episode and it was a disaster. I mean, everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. Um, we lost Sam for a little bit. Uh, there was something else that happened. I can't remember. So this is take two. Of <laughs> Dom, Dom would have absolutely killed us if the uh, we put in the uh, first first episode we put with all the uh, information mess ups like. Seven mm-hmm. separate mess ups in the first fifteen minutes of it. So, uh, yeah, but it was awful. W- what's good now? Well, I don't know if it's good because it's kind of tradition, but you can start with the beer review. We yeah, don't have so to get into a, a discussion about our topic and then jump back. <laughs> so I forgot about the beer the first time around, so I won't this time. So <laughs> I've already opened it and drank some of it, but it's Hang 'Em High by Torn Label Brewing Company. In Kansas City, Missouri, it's a rotating hop IPA, um, which we talked about <laughs> on the last episode. <laughs> but we think it means that the hops that they get rotate and they use what they have in this IPA is what we're kind of thinking. But we are. Th- oh, okay. No, no, no. Here we go. This is actually sick. I just found this. Do you have a batch number on yours? Um, there's a little thing on the top of the four pack. Shit, that would be so awesome because I'm looking right now on Hang 'em Hot on Torn Label's website and they have 25 separate batches and it tells you the hops that they used in each batch. That's badass. Damn, I wonder where what what do the batch numbers look like? I mean, I, so I'll have to look at the can, but right now it's just telling me like batch 01, Falconer's Flight, Simcoe. Like um, hmm. wet Columbus and 
Chinook. Like it's like the names of the hops. I'm guessing, and all yeah, the other. Yeah, it probably is. Yeah, damn, that's sick. We'll try and find it out um, later and see if we can find any anything else. But yeah, essentially, we make adjustments each time to explore new ways of celebrating our favorite hops. But it's always roughly a seven percent, um, sixty-five IBU IPA. So that's pretty cool. That is cool because I'm assuming. I mean, actually, not assuming. I know that it depends on the hops that you use for the taste, what kind of taste you get out of it. Oh, yeah, of course. So I wonder, I don't see a batch number, but I wonder if it's, like, discernibly different. Like, you're like, you put them side by side, and you're like, oh, yeah, this one's way different. Or if they use the same variety, because I know there's, like, families yeah like groupings yeah that's Mm -hmm. that's what this seems like because just looking at the names of all these like for example a lot of them will contain i I would say of the 25 batches there's probably like 9 to 12 in that range different types of um hop varieties so it's combinations of those so in a lot of them, you'll have two of the same and then one different. So I bet for obviously for us, we won't tell a huge difference, but maybe uh, from like batch one to batch twenty five that has completely different hops, there, there's probably a, a discernible difference. So yeah, well, first taste, it's pretty good. I like it. It's uh, I can't really tell a huge difference in the type of IPA, like, and they have. They have obviously thousands of different hops, and then they also have different IPAs. Like they have like a like double IPAs and single IPAs and all sorts of stuff. And I personally can't tell the difference because I don't know, not a hop head, I guess. But yeah, for the most part, this is pretty good for an IPA. Better than some I've had. Damn, I wonder. I'm gonna. I'm kind of interested. I'll have to figure out uh, because it just says like batch ten, batch eight, but I don't see where it says uh, on the can or on yeah, the I, label. Yeah, I can't find it anywhere. I've scoured this can <laughs> and I can't find it. Which maybe that's why they sell them in four packs because uh, yeah, you could get two and have yourself an eight pack, but they're two different kinds. Shoot, I don't know. I don't know if they all come out at the same time. We'll 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 try and look into it for everyone. Yeah, but first reaction, pretty good. So, I'll keep sipping on this one, and maybe have another one. Who knows? We'll see. Since I almost pretty much finished mine on the <laughs> first episode we did, but um, I guess we'll jump right into Master's talk. Um, if you lived underneath a rock, then you probably don't know, but Tiger. Won the Masters, 2019 Masters, Tiger Woods on Sunday. Won the 2019 Masters. As much as we like to say we still believed in him, I don't know. If you would have had, you know, how they always say, gun to your head, would you say he'd ever win a a major Masters? I might have said a major. Um, I don't know if I would have said Masters. Yeah. Like, just being that, completely honest. Yeah, I if I had a gun to my head... Or if I put my life savings on the line, and my bet was either he wasn't, was or wasn't going to win another major, I would probably have put it on wasn't. Yeah, and when we say that, we're saying, I'll preface it by saying wasn't 
like even a year ago. If you would ask me a week ago or, you know, this year, I, I don't know. I kind of had a different feeling. E- even that they talked about it a little bit when he beat Rory in the match play. You can tell mm-hmm. that Tiger's been different. Even, I mean, last year he got it going at the end of the year. Because, like, once he won that one, that tour championship, right, it's like, okay, you know, it, that meant something. Like, even though yeah. it was just 30 players, like, it still, you know, gave us some hope. Mm-hmm. And it's just a, I mean, because if you played sports, it's just a different feeling. And I'm sure golf is too. Like, once you get your first victory, it helps a lot. Because he's, I mean, he was kind of in contention. Well, he was in contention last year. But he just got outplayed and had some mistakes towards the end and the later rounds. And I thought it could just be because he's getting older and stuff like that. Yeah. But, um this this last Sunday, I mean, he did exactly what he had to do. He uh, he didn't play mistake-free by any stretch, but that was one thing that I thought was showcased in this winning of the Masters was his ability to scramble, and he still has an incredible ability to do that because <laughs> some of the stuff he got out of and either parred or birdied was absurd. Yeah, he... He's got to be, and I say it a lot, but it, it it seems to happen with pros, and it, it I don't know, who knows what it is, but it always seems like when they hit it bad, there's like a little opening. Well, part of it is like, you know, with the crowds and stuff, but part of it is they just make it see, seem like, oh, let me just hit it between these three branches and cut mm-hmm. it and fade it over into the, uh, into the green and have it backspin, and then I'll just make a 15-footer for birdie. But yeah, yeah, he did. Um, he did get get out of a lot of trouble. There was even, I think it was on eleven where he just was begging it to get as far right as possible. Yeah. <laughs> so he like sprayed a drive um, <laughs> on eleven, and he's just wanted, and he's going get right, and it's already super far right. So you're like, oh, he's mm-hmm. trying to get further right of the shit so that he can <laughs> yeah. get that in that one little alley that he actually hit from on Friday as well. <laughs> Um, so he could get over there. The, one of the main things though, besides Sunday and even Sunday, like it wasn't terrible. Um, I thought he drove the ball pretty well. Um, Mm -hmm. we talked about some bad drives and he scrambled out of those, but, um, I I was pleased with his drives, uh, in general, like just comparatively probably to the last six, seven years. Uh, he, he, he started off hot on Thursday, uh, couldn't make some short putts, made some long putts. Uh, to keep to get him some birdies because he, he couldn't he didn't putt well really all week like if you got down to the full stats um, struck his he irons put, yeah he putted whatever that stat was it was into Friday or maybe Saturday and made more 20 foot plus putts than he had five feet and in yeah. or something like that for birdie. yeah it, it was um yeah he had more 20 plus foot birdie putt makes I think it was like five or fo- five. And he'd only made like three of seven of his five footers or something, <laughs> something insane like that. And he was, he was, uh, 81st out of 84 uh, under five feet and first over 20 feet. And yeah. he, d- he actually didn't, but he didn't make that many putts on Sunday. The thing that was really nice, uh, like if we talk about Sunday, uh, specifically is even though he was behind, uh, Molinari to start grew, he, <laughs> Uncle Fester. Yeah, Uncle Fester and Gru are his 
basically who his doppelganger yeah francesco molinari <laughs> looks like just an ugly ugly poor guy i didn't mean just, <laughs> just like a whatever you know it's like oh god he's like kind of out of shape he, yeah his eyes and his face just always looks so out of it and sad yeah, he, looks, he never shows emotion really except yeah. He kind of showed some when he had some in the drink on Sunday. We talk about sad after he hit him. So we'll we'll get into that too. But mm-hmm. after he hit him in the water, he was just I never seen somebody so sad in a sporting <laughs> event, like visually yeah. sad. Yeah. You're like, dude, just start crying right now. Like you might as well start crying because this is like that's that might be easier to look at than just your sad face. Yeah, for but sure. um. The thing I liked about Tiger, and they, they've they talked about it, I listened to a few of the different podcasts, is on Sunday, he uh, played like he um, was in the past. He didn't dominate the course like he's done in you know previous years, like overpower it. Obviously, that's not who he is anymore. And I think we finally saw Tiger in this tournament and at the end of last year is um, adjusting and knowing, you know, throwing his ego out the window and knowing that he's still probably the best iron striker in the world. Mm. Um, but he's not going to be able to hit it 350 like like the other guys, like Finau, like Kepka, like DJ, like Jason Day. Um, mm. But he played so smart. Like he did, he did all the smart plays. He played it like he was winning the tournament going into the weekend. Um, yeah. And then everyone else had to come get him. But the pro- but the thing was that was wild is he was down like for a, for a good portion of Sunday he was behind Molinari and uh, some other guys too. Cantley mm-hmm. came up, um, yeah. but I was really like especially on twelve. Um, so that's where the tournament all changed, right? Yeah. Once you say <clears throat> hole number twelve. Yeah, for sure. So we get to 12 and everyone's kind of hanging out and, you know, getting tigers, getting some birdies, um, but some bogeys, uh, everyone else is kind of hanging in close, but Molinari has just been on a ridiculous tear of playing absolutely like ass, but then somehow making a par <laughs> on every hole. Yeah, that was the fact that's almost what pisses me off most about him is because up until 12, right? Mm-hmm. He hadn't hit one he had hit one bogey all weekend, I think. One bogey for the entire weekend. So we're talking like s- almost 70 holes. Yeah. Like si- one, six, 60 some holes with one bogey is it, at the Masters with those greens. Conditions were good, but still, like that's an obscene number. Yeah. And he he sunk. I mean, Molinari's a good putter. Yeah. He sinks he sinks everything. You just know it's going in pretty much. Yeah. When when it's on the line, but that must have to do with his like plain sad face. He's kind of just like, and then he's just, just goes like, in. he's just like, mar, mar, mar. <laughs> walking around, <laughs> doesn't even line up his putts, me style. Yeah, he just walks up and hits him in. Yeah, I was watching with my roommate. He's like, yeah, I, I think I'd probably be a better putter if I took all the time that they take, you know, because they take an eternity. I was like, that, that's not really how it works. Like. I feel like the more time we take, like we're worse. Yeah, I could sit there for ten minutes and line up a putt and do just the same as if I walked up, didn't took one glance at the hole yeah. and putted it. That's almost why, like in scrambles, like we're always like, okay, like let's take our time and read it. It's like uh, that <laughs> would probably work for normal golfers, but for us, like that's that's just gonna make us more nervous and stuff. But. <laughs> yeah. Overanalyzing everything, and yeah. then you just you just push it way out to the side or and something then f- like that. And then four of you miss uh, eight footers for birdie mm-hmm. in your scramble yeah. group. 
But uh, anyway, so he gets a 12. Everyone's kind of um, a couple strokes behind Molinari. You know, you, you, there really hasn't been a turning point in the round uh, at all yet. No. I mean, there was guys coming from behind chasing yeah. them that were hitting a bunch of uh, birdies. But there wasn't – in the final grouping, there wasn't anything right. that really moved the meter. Right. So then we get to 12. And Tiger's not playing bad at, by any stretch. Like, he's playing fine, right? He He's – birdieing and bogeying like you know not not terrible but we get to 12 and uh molinari i think it just made another ridiculous par from like the weeds or god (laughs) knows where and he gets up there and i kind of before he hit i'm like man this is the hole that jordan (laughs) jordan got a whatever (laughs) jordan's jordan blew his masters before he actually won it right um the year or two before but he hits it in the water so we got a like 150 yard 160 yard par three nothing too too crazy i can say that we can say that from sitting here um (laughs) but molinari didn't he kind of had a slow motion swing he doesn't swing hard but this looked like a very timid swing yeah um and he barely hits even the grass over the water and then it's straight back in the water and mm-hmm. at that moment, you're like, holy crap, like the best he can do right now is bogey. Like he can't make a par. He would have had to hole out no, from yeah, his drop. Chip in. Yeah. Man, so so they get that. And then Fina was hanging around too. He goes in the drink as well. Um, but in between there, Tiger gets up. He just says, you know, fuck this. Like I'm not going for the pin. Like that's stupid. <laughs> and he just uh, cooks like an eight or a nine um, to about – 40 feet on the left side of the green um because i wonder if there was more wind there i don't know but like anyways it was well because didn't uh somebody in the group before hit one in the drink yeah there was there was four of four of the six guys so in the last two groups four of them hit in the water yeah which is insane they were saying on the broadcast that the wind kind of picked up a little bit yeah still you'd think if you're that good and you're a pro then I think you would be able to at least get on the green. I mean, Gruz wasn't even close. No, no. He he was 15 yards, like 10 yards from hitting, like not even close at all. And me personally playing, I'd be absolutely terrified. So I'd get out the longest club I had in my bag just <laughs> yeah. to make sure I didn't hit it in the water. Yeah, but. that's, that's, it, it was, it was shocking because of the way he had just been steady for basically the last three rounds, three, four rounds. Um, so he goes in, uh, Tiger makes his par, both of those guys make double bogey, so immediately in one hole we go from like plodding along to Tiger's like in contention. It, until that point I never felt like, I never, I was kind of, I mean Tiger was still in it, but I didn't really get that feeling of like, alright, he's going to win, right? Yeah, I, th- I thought somebody from behind was probably going to yeah. catch up and I don't, well actually no I didn't, I was just preparing myself for Uncle Fester to win. Yeah, which at that w- point, which would have been completely brutal. Um, but then, anyways, the the round keeps going, and there's the par fives. Tiger actually slips on 13's tee, which I was about to poo my pants because he had just gotten the break <laughs> with them going in. He slips, and you don't know where the ball is. Obviously, in golf, they just show it. They he hits it, and you're like, oh my god, he slipped. Like that ball's in the like. That ball's gone. Ne- <laughs> next picture, it's just right down the middle. Absolute <laughs> massacred. In good shape for a, a birdie on the par five. So, 
Um, it keeps going. Gru ends up hitting again in the water, but um, there's people yeah, he, from behind now, right? Yeah. Because that... Uh, what's even... Shoffley and Cantlay mm-hmm. and even DJ were kind of coming from behind at that point. Right. But, uh, which is like, at that time, we're, we're like on... Tiger's on 15-ish, so he's making birdies on the par fives. And now there's all sorts of people within one stroke or leading... And so you're like, dude, this is like stimuli overload. At this point, there was uh, how, there's too much happening right now. There's guys <laughs> making birdies on, you know, 16, 17, 18. There's guy uh, Justin Thomas hit a hole in one on 16. He he was too far behind, but like, there's there's yeah. all sorts of stuff going on. At that point, we were heading for like a ten person playoff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they should have just. At that point, you just got to uh, bring everybody in and be like, all right, uh, we're just gonna play another round. <laughs> Well, at that point, too, um, I'm thinking, like, all right, if Tiger can't make it, who do I want from that next grouping? Like, uh, usually, I mean, usually I'm choosing Americans if Rory's not there. So I'm like, I'm like, okay, DJ, and then Brooks, like, Brooks only wins master or only wins majors. So Brooks, <laughs> Brooks would be pretty sweet to win. Uh, he hates golf, too, which is pretty funny. So, <laughs> um, so I was like, okay, maybe maybe Brooks will, will get it. But then on 16, 16 obviously, for the most part, planted the win. Um, so Tiger steps up to 16, and he's now leading by one, I believe. We'll mm. say everything's going wild with the other groups. But yeah, he's up I have one. No idea, but... And if, if uh, for the golf fans, they know 16. But essentially what 16 is is a par three where if you hit it to the right spot, the ball roll funnel down to the hole. Mm-hmm. So when he hit it, and he liked it right away. So you, Tiger's right. I mean, most golfers are right 99% of the time, but Tiger is right like 100% of the time when he's locked in on it. <laughs> yeah. uh, so right, like when you look at his face, you're like, dude, that's amazing. Like he's chewing on that nicotine. He's fucking <laughs> yeah. ready to go. And it hits... And you're just waiting for it because it takes a little bit for it to get going. And then it gets going and it's rolling back towards. And I'm like, all right, it's going to be close. Like he, he's going to have a birdie putt. And then it starts like going really hard, like fast. And then I got out of my seat a little bit because you're like, dude, he's going to make a oh, freaking hole. No, I, I stood up so yeah. fast. As soon as it started heading down that hill, I was like, that that's going in. That yeah. has more than a chance that's <laughs> actually going in. Yeah. It's like one of those crazy feelings where you're like, like yeah, I I thought the same thing. Like I was like, dude, this is gonna go in, and this is gonna be the craziest. That would have been the loudest time at a golf tournament ever if that would for been. yeah easily maybe and yeah yeah I don't know I would have jumped out the window if it yeah went in, probably <laughs> it was so close and the whole time they're showing him and he's saying what is he saying come on or something yeah. like that they're zoomed in on Tiger and you that was one of the times when I, we were texting I was like dude I got the tinglys there cuz like yeah. you get that rush and you're like oh my god he's about to ace 16 at the Masters to seal the freaking win <laughs> yeah. um, at that point you just got to end the tournament yeah. bring the jacket there was out. no point for him to play 17 and 18 if you hold that no. <laughs> but no, uh not at all but anyways he he uh he taps that in for birdie and goes on to um make par and then uh bogey's 18 only because he he was two up so um mm. then which he had a i don't know what happened if it hit on a second shot because he was kind of on the right side yeah kind of underneath some trees and it ended up being really short so i don't i don't really know what happened to that one if it hit a branch but 
Yeah, I'm either that or he's just playing extremely, extremely conservative. But I yeah. can't imagine he'd play that conservative. Yeah, I can't imagine that either because I feel like the a lot of those bunkers weren't too hard on eighteen to hit out of. Like if he if he went for it, I don't know. It was a very strange play. I agree, but um, he wanted to make par to win by two really bad. He didn't quite mm-hmm. make it, but it's set up for the one foot, two foot tap in. Uh, mm-hmm. Which when he tapped it in, and then his emotion after was, um, was pretty pretty incredible. Uh, yeah. So when he had he had his par putt, mm-hmm. I don't know. This happened in another major too. It was I think the PGA Championship when Brooks won. Yeah. They there's obviously people in the final group. Well, in the PGA, there was only one other guy, but yeah. I don't remember who it was. But. He went up there and he sealed it before the guy had even finished the hole. And so on 18, Tiger was out. So he was putting first before Gru and uh, Finau. And so I was kind of thinking, I was like, there's almost no point for him to make this. Because if he makes it, then we still have to wait around for them two assholes to finish out the... (laughs) Yeah. So I I was almost happy he didn't make it. But at the same time, he was ready to erupt if he would have made that longish par putt. Yeah, I wonder but what it, they would have just let those those guys. They would have just said, "Okay, yours are good." Because yeah. because if, if he would have made it, Tiger just goes and picks up their ball marks. Like, dude, what's the point? <laughs> yeah, he just throws their <laughs> balls into the crowd. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you're right. That did make it. It made it. It was stupid that they didn't finish. Anyways, whatever. That's mm-hmm. that's that doesn't matter. But yeah, yeah. that was uh, pretty special. And then obviously, um, him hugging Joe. And saying we did it, and then uh, seeing his kids, I really haven't seen his kids too much. Um, Not yeah, since they were they, really I mean, little, right? Yeah, when they're really little. But also, I mean, he hasn't been that much in contention to see, mm-hmm. like, show his kids. So I, I didn't personally really know what they, how old they even were. But what's insane is um, it, maybe not the two biggest, but he wins the tour championship with the people following behind him, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that was just an unbelievably incredible, probably the biggest moment was, of a non-major yeah, that, ever, right? Yeah, that was that was one of the coolest moments I've ever seen at golf. Yeah. It was when they were all following him up the 18th green. Which, yeah. Yeah. But so, what, were you, what were you going to say? No, I was just going to say, so, like, you're talking about that, and just for reference, back in October when Tiger won, he was in the last group, and everyone, they let the entire crowd follow him on the course. So, it was just, like, epic, like, from a movie. Like, that was basically yeah. cinema shit that you're like, dude, that doesn't happen. That's dumb. Mm-hmm. Like, don't have that happen. But uh, the the next thing, and then the next biggest tournament, or the not the next biggest, but the major, he wins it. So, it's like, you know, like, two of the most incredible things uh, in golf, uh have happened in, in a short time frame and, and Tiger's involved in in both. So, um, yeah. I don't know. Do you, go ahead. I was just going to say, but at the same time, those things don't happen if it's not Tiger. No. No chance. Yeah. Not even close. No. But. No way. That's. Was, <sighs> I, was, I don't know what I'm even going to say. I'm kind of lost for words. Yes. Tiger style. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what he just kept saying afterwards. He's like, yeah, I don't know. I'm at a loss of words. Yeah, yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, the the embrace with his kids, and then he was like kind of like pumping up the crowd almost, or like super smiling mm-hmm. with his gigantic white teeth. Uh, 
So that that was chewing that Trident white the whole day. That Trident, yeah, I still think it was nicotine. <laughs> well, but, he said it was to keep him from eating, is what he came out and said. But yeah, okay, that so could be nicotine too. What's bad about eating? The only thing I can think of is if he's eating too much, then he has to drop one, right? Stoosh. <laughs> yeah. Because what does it matter if he has a? He used to eat so much. Like, what does it matter if he has a granola bar? It's because he probably didn't want to have a stomach ache. Yeah, it could be, or it could just be nicotine gum, gum like we were saying, <laughs> or something insane. He just Which has a big chine. I saw uh, earlier in the week, Phil, he had uh, in his golf bag, like the CBD oil he was taking drops of right, while he yeah. was out there on the course. <laughs> Phil, but, speaking of Phil, Phil's become awesome. He had an incredible video mm-hmm. while he's driving up Magnolia Lane. Um, <laughs> yeah. If you haven't seen it, you need to look it up because it was awesome. Yeah. He's basically... I don't even remember. Pounding <laughs> Cooch. Yeah. He... He called out Kucher for not paying his caddy, saying if he bet him, then he wouldn't get paid. <laughs> and then he was talking about all these stats, and, and he's like, um, what did he say? Bomb it? Like, he, what am I yeah. going to do today? Yeah, he's it's, like, what? What? what's the uh, constant here? It's the long drive. So what am I going to do today? I'm going to bomb it <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So Phil, Phil's gone from, you know, kind of like the annoying nemesis to Tiger to like the cheery fat gambling uncle phil almost <laughs> yeah. now he's, he's pretty cool i'm a, I'm a he's re- he's turned himself into fud mickelson at this point yeah <laughs> that's, that's oh that's so perfect he's fud mickelson <laughs> can't believe it. i've never we never really said that before i don't think i don't think so except for that time you guys destroyed me because you were talking about phil as in phil mickelson i thought you were talking about phil as in our colleague on beer breath podcast <laughs> phil yeah but. i forget the context of that but <laughs> anyways back to uh back to tiger so yeah so the ending um i was a little were, were you watching solo mm, well me and puff were watching you and puff yeah i kind of yeah. wish i it was a little upset like not terribly upset but i would have liked to been should have maybe watched it my dad's but with it going early um like it kind of messed up my, you know, plans for the day, so I didn't. I just watched at home, but um, would have been a would have been a cool thing to watch with my dad. But anyways, like in general, um, just a cool moment. Uh, him after and kind of just thinking about everything that he's been through. Uh, not that it's not self <laughs> self inflicted a lot of it <laughs> yeah. um, but the injuries the whole chaos with the hookers um <laughs> and pretty much just just everything from I, I mean i'm sure if you went back and looked at our texts from two years ago they were just like dude what is tiger what is even the point yeah because like, he he had that incident too a couple years ago where he got pulled over and he was all hopped up on pain meds and stuff uh, he got a dui or whatever yeah, down by his house What's, in Florida. Yeah. yeah. But that's what I've seen a lot of tweets just talking about how that's how Tiger is so, not so different, but it's kind of relatable because it's not like he hasn't made mistakes. He's obviously made huge mistakes. But for him to come back after um, I was listening, they had like a post game, I guess, on Golf Channel. And since it ended at like one or two, mm-hmm. I was watching that, <clears throat> and they had uh, 
oh, what's his name from the Stanford golf golf team that was Noda. That's friends. Yeah, Noda. Um, they had him on, and they were talking about with him just how far Tiger's come, and he was telling a story about how Tiger he couldn't even like after he had his back surgery or whatever. Um, Noda went over to his house to just kind of keep him company, and uh, he had to go pick up his kids or something like that, and. Noda basically had to carry him out of his house, and he couldn't sit up in the car. He had to have it reclined, and he couldn't walk on his own. And just to think about that, because, um, I mean, your back is essential in golf. Yeah. For, um, for, just na- to think- for non-golf fans, you like to think about, like, oh, he's injured. All he has to do is swing a club. Like, just go mm-hmm. swing a club for, like, five minutes and see <laughs> yeah. how many muscles. But while it may not be a physical sport like football or um or anything like that it, it's still you need every like single muscle specifically mm-hmm. your back like that's absurd yeah. yeah so just to hear that story and hear about him coming back from that is pretty incredible and um i don't i don't think i could have ever imagined him winning a major again let alone the masters i think winning the masters is what made it the best just because I, in my eyes, the Masters, Masters is pretty much the granddaddy of them all when it comes to golf. I mean, it would have been cool if he would have won like the PGA Championship too, yeah, or something. But to win the first major of the year after kind of giving us hope last year was pretty awesome. In the only course, on the only major where they played the tournament at the exact same the same course every year. So yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. there's something special about the Masters, obviously. Um, if I had to rank them, I'd probably go Masters, British, US, PGA. Mm-hmm. Um, just the the British kind of has that history too, and it's yeah. and it's a whole different style of golf, right? Yeah, um, and golf course, but right, but yeah, no. That in general, like, <clears throat> I don't, I don't. I obviously I was super happy. Um, we're huge Tiger Woods fans. Grew up watching him completely dominate the sport. I don't quite get the hate. Um, for Tiger Woods, I, I mean, mm-hmm. it's fine. I guess any any big time winner is going to have people on both ends, um, but you're you're kind of just disliking greatness and a comeback story. Um, unless he, I don't know, I don't know. It's hard for me to grasp like somebody who's like we talked about Dave Portnoy like hating Tiger. Because like, I don't know if it's just to be different because there's so many Tiger fans. Yeah. Um, and, like, e- even with Brady, like, think about Brady. I'm not a Tom Brady fan, but I don't hate Tom Brady. I love watching him no. when he's amazing, right? Like, and I have no yeah, reason to like the Patriots. Yeah, it's – it's. I don't like Tom either, but I can still – I mean, I don't like him, but I can still root for him. Like he's still, him. yeah. Yeah. Like, he's still – I'm still able to root for him because just to witness something like that doesn't happen very often. Right. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, I didn't get to grow up watching that much of Michael Jordan. I don't remember a whole lot. Right. Yeah, I remember but, a little, but that's mainly for me because I got to watch all the games being in local. But uh, Brady, mm-hmm. speaking of Brady real quick, he has he, – he just got on Twitter, what, a couple months ago? He's incredible at Twitter. Yeah, I, d- I didn't know. I thought he'd been on Twitter for a while. <laughs> Maybe but. he just got back on or something. But it's he's Maybe. been he's been like tweeting and he, he tweeted. It's it's a pretty classic uh, gif for me uh, of Alan when he's Rain Man and Hangover. 
yeah. and it's that thing where there's like a bunch of numbers going on in, mm-hmm. inside of uh, uh, Galfinakis's head. Um, <laughs> yeah. And anyways, Tom put on the caption, me, with something to the effect of me trying to figure out how long it'll take to get to 15. <laughs> he's got five, what has he got, six rings now? Five or six yeah. rings? Yeah. Six, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and he's in his, you know, he's 40, so obviously it's mm-hmm. a joke. Uh, maybe. I don't know. But maybe, who knows? Maybe he's a robot. Yeah, but... Uh, I also saw on Instagram, I think uh, he posted a video of him just going out into his backyard, but he had his helmet and he was picking confetti out of it from the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, like it, it's kind of like one of those things where we talk about, like, oh, you know, people hate him, but it's like I don't know, dude. Like, just enjoy. It. Like, I, I'm a pretty big hater of a lot of things, <laughs> so, mainly ma- <laughs> yeah. minor, mainly sp- minor, mainly uh, sports team related. Um, as far as not individual, like I don't even hate LeBron. Like some of these no. people hate. Uh, tiger and hate brady and stuff like that i i don't know i didn't whatever i mean i in my eyes he's not the same as I'm jordan also, but yeah i'm also not a big enough of an nfl fan or nba fan to hate somebody that bad when all i'm doing is just watching the games with no true interest really i, I wonder if like let's see that the, what would have been interesting is if it would have been amazing, but maybe also terrible. As if K State was really good, like let's say like the 2011 through 14 stretch when Baker was bumping, right? Mm-hmm. That would have been interesting because we might have hated Baker then. Yeah, because <laughs> he might have kept K State out of you know the bigger bowls or winning a conference uh, then. But I didn't even hate Baker. Like that's what I was trying to think. But that's because I guess K State wasn't as good, so it didn't matter. Uh, yeah, I guess that's true. But like, even like when a player like Baker last year when Kyler, I mean, they won back to back Heisman, so obviously they're amazing. But uh, just watching them play is fun, right? Even though I hate with a passion OU, right? But I can still sit there and watch Baker or Kyler and be like, "Holy shit, that's a really good football yeah. player." Yeah, that's that's but, kind of the way I am with individual players. Like, I, I don't know, I don't have that. Um, sort like of it'll piss me off thing. that OU's good, but it doesn't piss me off that like individual players are good. I guess I don't yeah, know. It's yeah. kind of a weird dynamic. Yeah, yeah. That's that's so, that's kind of how I feel too. So I guess uh, we've talked about the Masters for like ever. So um, I guess Baker and Kyler is a good transition into huh. talking a little f- football since we uh, just wrapped up spring practice and. Uh, we didn't have a spring game, and I didn't even go <laughs> to it, <laughs> so I can't really have too much to say other than... Um, In fairness, the Masters was on on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. So. And I did watch it, so that was my excuse. <laughs> but also, it was just a glorified practice, which, I don't know. I didn't. It didn't have that much appeal to me, and mm. I didn't, didn't want to go for a couple hours. If, if a bunch of people were here... Um, and we could have tailgated and stuff like that. It would have probably been different. But, right. but we wrapped up that our spring practice with that. Uh, the spring showcase, I guess, is what they called it this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't. I don't think there's really a whole lot of takeaways from it from anybody because we didn't do anything besides practice. <laughs> yeah. We had like a little scrimmage at the end. We had. There's still an there's ass one, ton of injuries. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah. 
And that's why we didn't do it is because we didn't have enough healthy guys to run a full scrimmage, <laughs> a full four four quarter football game like we usually do for the spring game. Yeah, maybe that's but, what they should do. Maybe it should be a half. Like we don't need four quarters, right? Like maybe no. maybe do something a little different um, in the future. There, there's ways to make it better. That is not the answer, especially for me. You're not going to get me to come for a spring showcase unless like you said all of us are going and we're gonna tailgate i mean that's different but for me i'm not gonna spend the money even though the game sucks usually like when it's a game it's still a game it's still you're still watching football at least right right so uh, not just drills right like it was this year right so i hope they go back to the game uh next year Uh, i think they probably will if i mean because from what i saw there wasn't a huge turnout for it which <laughs> yeah it's not about surprising there, yeah. <laughs> yeah. which is not that surprising but um, i mean but you see some go ahead oh no no go ahead i, I was just i gonna... was just gonna say you see some of these schools like nebraska and oklahoma had like fifty thousand plus at the spring game yeah which is absurd <laughs> but they all also i kind of liked oklahoma had theirs at night which would be kind of cool yeah, that would be sweet. If, but um, um, the only problem with theirs, I think it was Friday night because they moved it up mm-hmm. because of the storms. But yeah, maybe mm-hmm. a Saturday night. Maybe that would be cool. Um, but yeah. they'd probably do it for the weather. It's a lot for kids too, like yeah. to do whatever. I don't know. But um, just looking forward to the season now. Um, it's a very interesting, but who knows what to think kind of season. Because on the one hand, it's a new staff, right? Like, we got a whole new staff, um, like a new offense, new defense. But what we do have is not maybe not depth, but quite a bit of returning, like, experience. Yeah. Uh, maybe not, like, second, you know, second team if guys get hurt type of experience, but a good amount of good players on the uh, first team pretty much across the board. Um, at mm-hmm. every position. So while like you, you want to say like, oh, you know, give them, you know, give them a time to get going. There's still enough pieces to, to put together a, a bowl season, I would think. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the schedule's weird, very, very weird this year. Um, yeah, it is kind of <laughs> weird. <laughs> with, uh, go to Mississippi state early in September after a, a couple of, uh, non cons that, Hopefully, K-State can get through. I actually think um, the non-cons this year, uh, specifically the the first one, might be better than, than years prior. Because I kind of think, like, the way he's going to go is we're just kind of going to hammer him. I know before that's been the thing, like, oh, don't show too much. But mm-hmm. I, I think, just for some reason, I got a weird feeling that that, that first game may not be as uh, as close as, as usual. Um just, yeah, who's Bowling Green? Is that the first game or is it Nichols? Nichols, State? Nichols yeah, okay. and then Bowling Green. So I, you know, I don't want to go through. We we've got plenty of time to go through the full um, schedule leading up. But I mean, there's there's wins to be had, um, even with uh, with a new staff because you know got a quarterback who's started games for two years. Um, We've got, you know, experience. At Don't wide have a running back. <laughs> Don't have a single running back. Part of the reason why we couldn't, uh, in case they couldn't get a, a spring game in, but um, some good good D-line, really solid D-line on the first mm-hmm. unit. Um, good linebackers, had a tough injury, but 
uh, good linebackers and decent defensive backs. So, um, yeah, I don't think there's really a reason why we can't be competitive in every game we play. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, because last year was last year, <laughs> yeah. but the only game I can remember that we weren't really super competitive in was the OU game at OU. Right. But um, I feel like there shouldn't be. Besides having a whole new staff, which I understand is a big change, but also is a good change from many aspects, hopefully, as far as uh, offense goes and catering to our skill sets, because that was one thing that drove me nuts last year was, um, I mean, we had two different quarterbacks the whole year, and we were still running the running, I mean, we were still pounding our quarterbacks, so neither one of them, I don't think, was healthy all year. Speaking but, of that quarterbacks, I I know we talked about it when it happened, but I mean I'm I'm kind of I mean if you're gonna be a graduate transfer like get your grad degree and go play right away, mm-hmm. going to a team in conference I don't know I don't like it I I always yeah, I don't, I'll always I don't like, like it either I'll always like uh, smelt it mainly because he single handedly beat KU last year. <laughs> Yeah, pretty did. much like so yeah those guys always have a and that's kind of like why i always like alan webb too because alan webb uh destroyed nebraska in one of k-state's bad years i forget if it was oh <laughs> four or five or whenever yeah, it was it, yeah one of those years but um yeah so like i always like him for that but at the same time and, and obviously his bull performance right like he he came through and helped k-state beat uh UCLA. UCLA, so that that was sweet too. But going to TCU, um, K State gets them at home this year. But I don't know; it doesn't sit well. Doesn't sit too well with me. Um, no, and that was uh, so. I feel like I'm talking about OU a lot, but Austin Kendall, their backup quarterback, um, they originally balked him from going to West Virginia because it was an in-conference right. school, and. That happened about the same time that Delton announced he was transferring to TCU, and we weren't going to. But, yeah, I'm, that's kind of a new thing, I feel like. Yeah, the in-conference, like, it might have been allowed before. I, I don't know the rules, but it didn't happen like this. Mm-mm. Especially when Winston was thinking about going to OU, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of a stupid. new age, too, of grad transfers. Because, mm-hmm. I mean that didn't happen very often where you graduate early, which all I'm not going to say all, but a vast majority of people who play sports or football in general finish early because they're there for an extra year. Cause they'll usually red shirt as a mm-hmm. freshman. Um, so that them transferring as a graduate transfer is kind of a, yeah, it's definitely it's kind of taken one. off. Yeah, for sure, it's taken off, and honestly, it's gotten a little ridiculous. Like, it's nice that we got um, the running back from Ball State that's eligible to play right away. It's kind of a ridiculous mm-hmm. thing. Like, the the thing is, you have to go to a school that doesn't have your graduate program um, that you're looking to study. Something like that. You can find anything, though. Like that's like kind of ridiculous. <laughs> you're not there for school, though. No. Yeah. Exactly. So. So um, you can do anything. Yeah, yeah. I I would be fine with that if that got nixed in general. Um, I don't I don't need to see that happen. I don't know. Maybe make some sort of rules around it. There's rules around transferring in conference now. Um, 
that you have to sit out and you lose a year of eligibility. Um, mm-hmm. So may- maybe something like that. But yeah, in general, looking forward to the season. Um, you, you know, like we said, it'll be it'll be a different type of year. But uh, maybe we'll hear some uh, rap in pregame. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They have been. They have been. What I will say is, there's been sweet videos with mic'd up coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, some different energy, obviously, uh, with the new staff. So that's probably the my biggest takeaway from the spring. Right is is some of yeah. the ancillary stuff. And the thing about it is, is it's not out of the ordinary that we're doing that. It's just we had zero of it before <laughs> for the past twenty years. It's not out of the ordinary for any other school in the entire nation, <laughs> <laughs> except but, for K State. It does get you a little excited, I guess. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm. Once it gets to late August, I mean, I'm already ready for football. But once it gets to late August and the season's right around the corner, then I'm sure I'll be pretty excited. And that first game, hopefully, that first game atmosphere is pretty good. Yeah, um, just I, a I new coach, and it'll be it'll be good. Um, I don't have too much concern with uh, like lack of support or anything like that. I mean th- mm-hmm. that that takes a couple that would take a couple years and and some weird stuff, um, Prince style weird stuff. Because <laughs> yeah. um, because even with Prince's record, he still would have gotten support if it, there wasn't all the hoopla. Um, yeah, all the because, crazy stuff. Because like- there wasn't they weren't that bad of a like they were bad of course, but they weren't that bad was to where like people just kind of stopped stopped giving money stopped being fans yeah which i mean i don't think because prince's first year we went to a bowl game went seven and five which i don't even want to mention prince really but i don't think there's that would be that out of the I no, wouldn't yeah. set that too high, as too high of an expectation for this Mm-mm. next year no no i'm the, i'm the same way uh <clears throat> But. There's, I mean, there's this, there's definitely, I mean, tough games, but the conference, you know, is like, I mean, I guess you kind of say that a lot, and then Oklahoma last year went to the, I mean, I don't know, we'll we'll see. Texas, Texas will probably be be pretty mm-hmm. dang, pretty. Texas dang and OU will be good. Yeah. Um, outside of that, it's, it's kind a of crapshoot, right? Yeah. Like, who really <laughs> knows? Mm-hmm. I mean, Iowa State will probably be Iowa State and start yeah. out super well and do something weird yeah yeah yeah, i'm excited for football and i don't even i mean it's cool talking about it but we still have like four months four or five months which is so long in the 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 one thing that is impossible to avoid but i always will gripe about it is so damn hot in kansas in august and september (laughs) yeah it's like ridiculously hot. The, I guess the cool thing is this year we have some three straight October games. So hopefully it's not ninety then, which it still can be. Which yeah, it easily can be. But I'm hoping for some fall. I always want some fall type games, and in yeah. Kansas it's so hard to get because it's so damn hot, and then it's just freezing. Yeah, as soon as yeah, around October is when you start getting fall-ish temperatures mm-hmm. but then it drops off pretty quick right like into november but even october i remember games that were 80 yeah degrees. i know that's it, we yeah so i'm just hoping like that first game like last year the first game was 100 degrees and sticky it's like <laughs> yeah. dude just give us like 80 and we'll be 
we'll be fine with that. Yeah. But I don't know if we want to talk about the other school at all. Uh, yeah, I mean, spring. you can just mention some of it, I guess. There's <laughs> probably a good amount of University of Kansas fans, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. They had uh, Ricky Rose. That's right. At their spring game. I thought about because I was just bored Saturday after the fact, just driving and seeing what it was all about. But I couldn't, <laughs> no. I couldn't force myself to do yeah, that. come on. But, yeah, I don't know anything about what their spring game actually was. They didn't promote the actual game at all. No. I don't even know if they had a game or if they practiced like we did or had a scrimmage. Or they could have not done anything and just had a Rick Rock con- yeah, I'm Rick pretty Ross sure, concert. Yeah, for the most part, I think it was just a Rick Ross like yeah. Rick Ross just got up there. Did he take his shirt off? Or did he have a shirt on? Uh, I think he had a shirt on. The video, the super awkward video I saw of Les on stage with him, oh, he had a God. shirt on. But that could have been early in the concert. Yeah. Yeah. So, that I mean, I guess if that's what they're going for, I mean, that's, you know, they got that going. So, it, it's mm-hmm. cool. It, it all seems so, like, forced and weird. I mean, I, I, I mean I'm not going to say I wouldn't like, you know, what we always talk about if, Future was at a KC game. Um, like <laughs> I'm not going to dream of Future <laughs> doing a concert and Bill coming out. Yeah, that's right. And Bill jumping out and they both got uh, styrofoam. Styrofoam. Yeah, but <laughs> like I, I wouldn't hate it at all. No. But I, I guess, I guess, just when it's not you, you kind of like will mock it and say it. it's kind of. I don't know, but you know, yeah, get, that's get some that's buzz. The thing I we guess were, we were we were talking about that and. I get because it's KU that I think it's super cheesy, like all yeah. the stuff, the videos and stuff. But even then, I don't know. If that was our coach, I would still be like, eh, this isn't really like, <laughs> what not is that this cool. doing it's for kinda, football? Yeah. And that's what, like, I've seen a bunch of tweets surrounding all that stuff. And it's kind of just like, yeah, Les just wants to be, uh, wants to be loved and a celebrity again. And, Nothing has had to do with football, really. Well, but. the the billboard, right, of him like pointing with his ring on. I don't know <laughs> the Star Wars one. Is that what you're talking about? Oh, was it Star Wars? I thought it was like their actual billboard for the year. It might be, but I think it's a Star Wars reference. <laughs> oh, like the Jayhawks are coming, is what it says, oh, or something okay, like yeah. that. Yeah, but it could be Game of Thrones. Maybe who knows? Yeah. Which, speaking of that. I don't know if we have any Game of Thrones watchers, but speaking of Game of Jibs, <laughs> Game of Jibbies, um, if you're looking for any Game of Thrones takes or anything like that, then you should just go find on Twitter. New... Just go on yeah. Twitter on Sunday, and you can basically watch the whole show. Mm-hmm. And you should find a new podcast because we're not going to talk about it one bit. I <laughs> think the... actually Kurt started watching it, unfortunately. So yeah, so Kurt can give wanna... you some takes if he ever gets on the cast. I don't want to say unfortunately because it's probably good. I've just never watched it, so yeah. I'm not gonna lie and uh, like be too. Nah, I just don't want to lie to to everyone, but I did start. So I watched an ungodly amount of golf this weekend. So mm-hmm. mi- mixed in with that, I did watch a fir- the first few episodes of the show. So I will say, like the first I, few, of the first season, season yeah. Okay. I will. I will say I can understand why people love it. I mean, it's. It's obviously well made. I assume mm-hmm. that before I'm just not big into fiction. Like, yeah, I, 
I could never get into that sort of stuff. Like, yeah. I, I almost said Lord of the Rings. I have no idea if it's actually like Lord of the Rings, but I never got into that sort <laughs> yeah, of stuff. Yeah, it kind of like seems like this. It's probably <laughs> the same thing, right? Like, do they have hobbits mm-hmm. and stuff? Yeah, I actually do. There's a little guy in it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know way more about it than I do. So. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, so it was, uh, it's, I, I can see why it's good, but yeah, the, the, the love for that, um, is just beyond outrageous, uh, going on Twitter. I don't think I've ever seen more, more people gathered together for, for something than, than Game of Thrones. Like as far as, like actually talking about it. If you got on Twitter on Sunday, it was Tiger and Game of Thrones. (laughs) That was literally it. I, cause I was on Twitter a decent Mm -hmm. amount looking for Tiger stuff. And then after Tiger was over, it was all Game of Thrones. That's all it was. Every you, time I you know, refreshed, you know it was a new Game of Thrones. You know thing. what's insane is like even the the sports, um, like the like the Chicago Cubs account or the Royals will would tweet some. We're tweeting stuff out about Game of Game of Jibs. <laughs> yeah. Like they would have like some sort of play on it with like what the the Cubbies are in the Game of Thrones. You know, like I don't know, stupid shit, whatever. But it was everything. I was like the Bulls, the Cubs. I was like, this is completely yeah, insane. That's madness. I don't. I would. I would like to see the percentage breakdown from Twitter of the percent of tweets from Sunday this last week oh that were God. Tiger Woods or Game of Thrones. I bet it was upwards of seventy percent. Yeah, yeah. At least it's it completely insane. insane. Um, um, yeah, I don't. I don't. We don't have to get too much into hockey and basketball, but that's going on right now. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing is the Warriors blew a 30 point, 31 point lead to the Clippers so the other night. awesome. <laughs> I didn't watch any. I was watching some of it and then I turned it off. Yeah, I was watching I the woke beginning, up, yeah. Mm-hmm, I woke up this morning and saw that the Clippers won, which I didn't know that they stretched the lead out to 31 because when I was watching, they weren't up by that much. No. But yeah. That's that's pretty absurd. Yeah. I don't think... 31 I mean, points and the, is a massive quarter. Mm-hmm. And they came Which, back from. They basically, it's like scoring zero in a quarter. Yeah, I don't understand how. That's the thing about watching the NBA. That's kind of cool. Is no lead is really safe in the NBA because there's so many. Like a ten point lead in the NBA is basically nothing. No, it's one. They, it's like a three point college lead. Mm-hmm. And that's. I mean, it's kind of cool. But I don't know if it's that cool. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of cool, but at the same time, you're like, okay, like. But it, what's insane though, in general, is just how good like of shooters guys are. Mm-hmm. Uh, even like you think like, oh, that guy's a trash shooter. It's like, dude, he's really not. He's just not as good as everyone else. Yeah, um, I was watching uh, the Brooklyn, and uh, I don't even remember Sixers. who they're playing now. Sixers, and they had uh, Levert, who was on Michigan. Oh yeah, um, he was just draining threes, and like he was good in college. But you watch these guys that you've never, not never heard of, but yeah. aren't well known, and they're just destroying. Yeah, I mean because yeah. they're such good shooters. But any guy can like almost any guard can hop up and give you like a thirty point like thirty point game. You're like, dude, that guy just mm-hmm. scored thirty points. Like that's insane. <laughs> and everyone will like joke about it, like, oh, you let that guy score thirty points. Like DJ Augustine had a big game the other day. <laughs> yeah, uh, he hit the game winner. I'm yeah, sure. and he's old as hell. And um, so that that's got to be our team, right? Magic fighting Wesley Wanders. Yeah, fighting Wes is probably. 
I don't think they get through Toronto. (laughs) I don't think they can, but it'll be fun to cheer for them for the first round, I guess. Yeah, that's true. If if you accidentally flip on uh, the NBA playoffs, they might even be on right now as we're recording. Who knows? They probably are. There's probably a game on. But I haven't watched hardly any of the NHL. I know you and Dom picked your... uh, Dom picked the Jets. I don't know how they're even doing. Yeah, they're like down two to one in the series. Um, probably more after this gets recorded. But we we already came to the conclusion that if we pick a wrong team, we'll just pick a new team the next round. Yeah, that's so, how it works. It's pretty clutch, actually, for us. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, all right, here's who we think is going to win the cup. Oh, they're both out. Okay, new teams. The one I actually flipped on the other night was Calgary Flames, which I kind of forgot they even had a team. Well, yeah, and they're incredible. I don't yeah, know if they super won. Good this I don't year. know if they won that game, but uh, that you were watching. But they they were sneaky, the best team in the West. Mm-hmm. Which that was, I know you guys touched on Canada last time, mm-hmm. but I was thinking about this for the NHL playoffs. Like when they travel, and you have to go back and forth these series, the U.S. and Canada. Right. Like, do they have to go through customs and stuff every time when they travel back and forth? Well, we talked about it before. The dude who forgot his passport when they were playing the Blue Jays. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just couldn't play. That's insane. They just had to wait for him or, like, somebody had to. I don't even remember the story, but it was, like, it was like he got in, like, legitimate trouble. <laughs> like, because they were like, no, dude, you can't. You, you got to go back. That would be such a pain because it's quick turnarounds on games, too, and yeah. you have to... <sighs> travel to a different country back and forth <laughs> yeah that's, that's so terrible that's wild I, I would hope they have management to do it like uh an admin secretary like checks all their passports and gets them yeah, through I'm sure, customs and i'm sure they do because even like k-state football like we had our own like tsa people that traveled with us yeah and set up set up security like at, before you got on the bus so if you're an NHL team, I'm sure you probably have some hoops you can jump through to yeah. make it not as bad. But I was just randomly thinking about yeah. that. Yeah, but that that's what I would think too. But then that <laughs> happened with that baseball player recently that he forgot mm-hmm. it. So and then it was a big deal. I was like, why wouldn't they just let him go? Like that didn't really make sense <laughs> to me. But it was like they didn't joke around about it. Well, it wasn't yeah. like he's going to Cuba though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what yeah. That would be crazy going back and forth between countries for playoffs, but well, I wonder how it works. Well, if they're probably all part of the European Union, it's probably different, right? Yeah, probably so. I have no idea. All right. Well, we're getting into the European Union, so I think it's time to wrap up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think so, too. So, uh, Torn Label Brewing Company, Hang 'em High, Rotating Hop IPA. So, I I like the taste of it but i think i'm gonna give it a bump and score just because the cool concept of them having different batches ah batches yeah so i think that might give it a full point bump so i'm gonna go 10 out of 16 it's pretty good i would drink it again for sure and especially i mean that's pretty good uh marketing thing too if they could make it big with this is having different batches of the same beer because mm-hmm. that would i mean then i'd be interested to try it again so, to see if it tastes any somehow on there it needs to tell you that it's first of all what batch it is second of all the information that we had to look up like they mm-hmm. 
That should be. Yeah. I mean, looking at the can, I have no idea except the fact that I saw it was a rotational or right. rotating hop IPA. Right. Yeah, but no, I, I definitely think that's cool too. I'm interested. I, I get kind of frustrated at some of the places there's not a ton of the Kansas City beer. I mean, there's boulevards sometimes, but um, and then with that one shut down in Manhattan for sure, right? Tallgrass? Yeah. Uh, the brewery did, but they still have the restaurant that still brews some of their yeah, beer. Yeah, such a shame. Because there, there was, uh, what was it? What was the main one? Sweat. Buff- uh, Buffalo Sweat. Buffalo Sweat was up here, actually, at some mm-hmm. places on tap. So, um, yeah, they had a couple. Uh, Buffalo Sweat and then their 8-bit yeah, pale ale was pretty big. They, um, they kind of, we talked about it last year, but they, they screwed themselves. Mm-hmm. They got into too many of the weird stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so 10 out of 16 on the Hang'em High Rotating Hop IPA. Um, I guess, do you have any uh, final thoughts? Final thoughts? Um, just a, a super kind of special, without sounding too uh, ridiculous, I was going to say fruity, um, <laughs> which I did just end up saying, without, yeah. so, without sounding too ridiculous, uh, a, a super special moment on, on Sunday. Uh, Scott Van Pelt put it well and said uh, on the part of my take he was on 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 Monday they actually did the recording Sunday night but he said a lot of a lot of sports you watch and just for enjoyment but very few things make you feel um, mm. thought that was a cool way to put it um, because you know we we love sports and probably you know I would say a, a few things the, the Cubs are different but you know, for some of the sports, like we're just watching, uh, even, even like if we're talking about K-State basketball, um, you, you enjoy it. And it's different because we're, you know, it's our alma mater. But a lot of times you're, you know, it's just enjoyment. But um, for yeah. Tiger and this uh, this Masters was, was something a little, a little different, a little more special, I think, for, for fans um, and everyone. Uh, just for, for everything that went into it. Uh, yeah. It super and that's cool. a... That's the thing about golf is, I mean, you talked about K-State, and that's a team thing, like we're K-State football and K-State basketball fans. But mm-hmm. golf, it almost makes you feel just because it's on such an individual level that, um, I don't know, it makes it almost more relatable to Tiger right. than if your team, I guess. Yeah. You know, Which, that that's a good point, and especially like, something with golf that that we like and you know we've been out there and mm-hmm. kind of I, I don't want to say like i wouldn't have golfed without tiger like that's a little silly yeah. but at the same time like it made me you know it made us love golf in, in a way that probably for as average as we are at, go- at golfing uh <laughs> probably uh probably shouldn't like it as much but um yeah no that was definitely just cool sunday some i'll remember uh, forever, um, for yeah, sure. For sure. And, um, kind of for me, just just you know, obviously we want him to win three more. Tie Jack, right? Yeah. Eighteen, four more beats Jack Majors. Um, but in general, kind of, kind of, I don't want to say wraps up his career, but kind of makes that like you know, once you say like, all right, it would be disappointing if he didn't win another one, but that like kind of puts the you know like final touch touches on his on his legacy almost mm-hmm. what if he went and won every major this year <laughs> he did the grand slam 
He did the Grand Slam and then came back next year, beat Jack on the first major of the year in the Masters in 2020. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just a clean sweep what, of what, it all. What's really crazy to think about, too, is somebody tweeted out there, like, all right, oh, it was it was actually that uh, RJ betting guy. I don't remember his exact name. You've probably seen him tweet it. It's one of the betters. you probably see him retweeted a lot, all the different betting guys. But uh, he actually has the lowest score by like three in the last three majors combined. Really? So he's like, don't don't like think this was some sort of mistake or like, like anomaly. Yeah, anomaly. Like Tiger has the lowest score to par by three strokes of the last three majors combined. Hmm. Which I, did I didn't know that, but yeah. it makes sense now yeah. thinking about it. But. Yeah. Um. So so that's definitely cool. I would have to go back and look exactly how he did. Uh, um. At each of them, but obviously he was playing well last year so just uh something yeah like i said uh, i wouldn't it would be disappointing if you didn't win another one you know it's cool but i mean he he could like it's there's no saying he can't win another major this year Hmm. especially because the u.s opens at pebble which i feel like he'll do well at yeah all right well i guess we'll wrap up my final final thought after my beer review is uh Congrats. I mean, we're happy about Tiger, but also congrats to the dude that put 85 grand down on Tiger to win and won 1.19 million. <laughs> Most absurd thing I've ever heard. <laughs> so that's what we'll end up with. Congrats, Tiger. 2019 Majors Championship. I forgot Kurt's sign off thing, and I don't know what Dom's was. I Dom, forgot what it was, too. Uh, did some, the beginning was popping tops. Uh, pop your top. Ah, sorry, <laughs> pop Dom. Pop your top off. <laughs> sorry, Dom. Uh, keep popping tops. Uh, I'll just say uh, thanks for listening to Beer Breath Podcast and pop your tops off. <laughs> <laughs>